This is the Tuesday, March 23rd edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Some really fun games yesterday with more on the way today. We're going to break it all down with our favorite plays from tonight's slate. And like always, we'll get you in and out under 10 minutes with everything you need to know. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I am Doug Kazarian, joined by Tyler Fulgham. As we tape this on a Tuesday morning, we're just kind of processing and digesting the uh, opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. We'll talk much more of the big dance later in the week as we get closer to the weekend and the Sweet 16. But tonight, we're uh, talking about some NBA. And Tyler, I'll tee you up, but uh, well done on some high-scoring game expected between LSU and Michigan. Yeah, that's uh, that was a, a I guess a a good play there when uh, Michigan and LSU get together, especially without Livers. You knew LSU would bring offense, and Michigan obviously has a capable offense. I, I didn't know who would win that game. I kind of looked at it as a coin flip with the way LSU's been playing. Michigan prevailed, but we got the points we needed to go over. Yeah, no, it was a bummer for me. I had uh, LSU maybe coming out of the region at a twenty-four to one ticket. I want to say, but that's okay. Mm. Uh, it happens. I like the plus five as well. But didn't get there. That was the. Dog of the day yesterday, so I'll be passing the bone. Are you up? I, I think, up, I, I, so. think I get the bone on daily wager, yeah. so I'll try so. and uh, try and rec- recreate another five-game, six-game run. <laughs> we'll do that on Friday, but uh, feed the people for an NBA winner. Yeah, we were talking overs yesterday in college basketball. I'm going to start with an over in the association. Magic and Nuggets in Orlando got a clear 216 and a half. I think they can do that, especially because uh, the Denver Nuggets have such an efficient offense. They don't play at a fast pace but they have a very efficient offense and the Orlando magic are a team that's kind of ravaged by injuries right now. They're one in nine in their last 10 games. The nuggets are coming off of a disappointing loss. So I think you'll get a focused effort from them offensively. Um, And they're not such a great defensive team that I don't think Aaron Gordon and Nikola Vucic can, Vucic, pardon me, can put up some points, but I was looking back at the magic schedule and anytime they play a team that has a very capable offense, you know, top 10 or so in the NBA and offensive rating, They're giving up 115, 120 points per game. So that's kind of the threshold I'm looking at the Nuggets getting to 115 to 120. And if that's the case, we just need anywhere from 100 to 102 points from the Magic. And I think they can do that against a Nuggets defense again. That is not tremendous by any stretch of the imagination. Also throw in a little player prop real quick since I think that game's going to go over. Look at Jamal Murray and his point prop over 20 and a half because Orlando is 27th in the NBA in terms of their defensive efficiency against the point guard position. We know Jamal can get hot, unlike few in the NBA can. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually going to go on over as well. And this is something we talk about with props when there's injuries and things like that. Remember, odds makers don't like exhibition games, like a preseason game, when there's a lot of moving parts or even bowl games. There's just so many unknowns. They want you know, Lakers, Clippers, game five of the playoff series, right? We know what's going on. We know what the, the metrics, all that. So with this Laker team, with both LeBron and AD out, it's really uncharted territory. And I know they went under in the second half after LeBron's injury against the Hawks, and then the Suns game died on Sunday night. But I'm going to go to the over uh, tonight with the Pelicans. New Orleans has actually come back to earth. It was over like a ridiculous, what, 22 or 25, some streak. But now it's about, you know, back and forth a little bit. But for me, this is about what Dennis Schroeder uh, said the other day. Um, I think how we played with the two on the court, it's totally opposite now. Uh, I think we got to move the ball. We got to play with more pace on the defensive end. We got to be more scrappy. Uh, everyone is coming on the floor has to be more confident to knock down the shot. So I just think this team's going to have to push the pace. You don't have LeBron measuring possessions and 
even AD in the post or something like that. They're going to be up and down. Now, whether they can hit the shots or not, that's a little different. It's easier with LeBron's <laughs> on the court to draw more attention to the defense. But I don't think their defensive commitment like resonates with me. I, I don't think they have the capabilities, the aptitude without the length of AD. And even LeBron's played better defense at times. Um, I'm going to go the over with the Pelicans. I think they're going to feast on them. I think Pelicans probably cover the six. Um, that's just kind of like my lean. But they're off a big win. They're back home. I'm going to play the over in the Laker game. Um, you know, although they're committed to defense, I just don't think they can execute. So over 220 for me uh, with the Lakers and uh, Pelicans. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, I mentioned the same. I think the Lakers are going to try and counter the loss. Of yeah, it was something you turned LeBron. me on to. Yeah. yeah, I think they're going to try and speed things up to uh, account for the fact that their offense is going to be less efficient. So if you need to account for the same amount of points, you need more possessions to do that. So I think they're really going to push the pace. Meanwhile, I'm going to I'm going to attack an under in the NBA here, staying in uh, the sunshine, sunshine state of Florida, I should say. The Heat host the Suns in what should be a good game. I'm going to go under the total of 215 and a half. I know it's low by today's NBA standards, but I still think it's a little too high for this particular matchup. We were talking about New Orleans and L.A. maybe uh, having a high-paced um, game. Well, this one's going to be a slow slog between the Heat and the Suns. The Suns are 23rd in pace. The Heat are 27th in pace. And you combine that with the fact that both are really, really good defensive teams, both top 10 in the defensive rating category. The Heat are 7th. The Suns are 3rd. The Heat have Jimmy Butler for this game. They have Bam Adebayo. There's a few guys in the backcourt missing, but by all accounts, both these teams are healthy with their superstars. So I think we're going to get a game that plays to a kind of a playoff-type pace these teams were slow to begin with. They're great defensively, but I think you're going to see an even slower game in this matchup um, for the Heat specifically. They need to get as many wins as they can. The Suns are going to try and take advantage of a uh, Lakers team and a Clippers team that's faltering right now and improve their stock in the West. So I think we get a really good, close, tight, low-scoring game under 215.5 with the Heat and the Suns. You know, it's a funny that you mentioned sort of the Lakers opening the door for some teams given the LeBron injury. I'm kind of thinking like that with the Blazers. They just got embarrassed on their home court the other night with the Mavs in town. Uh, here comes Brooklyn. We know no Kyrie's away from the team. Obviously, no KD. There's a chance we don't have Harden. Uh, he's kind of questionable. So I'm going to have to play the under, try to beat the market here. You're looking at 232 and a half, 233. Now, even if he plays, I just think when teams get blown out, a little bit of a narrative here, but I think it's going to be more of a commitment to defense. I also think just like with Covington and uh, Jones Jr. for the Blazers, I just think there is more defense for this team. They've been kind of leaking under a little bit. I just the offense doesn't have quite the same uh, potency. I, uh, I mean, look, they're they're kind of reacclimating themselves with CJ McCollum uh, in the rotation now, and it's just a huge number for a team that may be without the entire big three. <laughs> right. Uh, so I have to grab the under and even try to beat the market. And also something to keep in mind for this week: there is the trade deadline trade deadline looming on Thursday. And if teams get moved, like there's going to be some guys pulled from now could be a great defensive stopper, obviously, but I just think it's more likely that it's going to um, impact an offense. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of fun to bet during the day. Sometimes we have to wait uh, COVID or tracking load management, late curveballs. But I think this is a time where you want to jump in now on this Brooklyn Portland under. Sounds good there. You know, Doug, when I see the Washington Wizards on the schedule, I always looking <laughs> at that price on a Russell Westbrook triple double. And what do you know, Russ and the Wizards tonight are playing the New York Knickerbockers. Not so fast on Russ Westbrook. I'm not going to go up against that Tom Thibodeau defense with a triple-double. But in that same game, how about Julius Randle? Plus 750 for Julius Randle, the All-Star, to have a triple-double. 
And I obviously, when you take on the Washington Wizards, your offensive ceiling and floor is raised, and that will be the case for the Knicks and Randall in this matchup. Washington is the fastest team in the NBA, first in pace, and they play poor defense. They're 27th in defensive rating. Randall has played 39 minutes in five straight games. He has four games in a row where he's gone over 40 minutes. So Tom Thibodeau is predictably running his all-star into the ground. We love it when we're trying to project output and Randall has two triple doubles in those five games where he's played 39 plus minutes. And the reason why I, we know the points and the rebounds are probably going to be there, but I think the assist can get there because there's still an injury issue in the backcourt for Tom Thibodeau. Derek Rose is available for the team, but he's coming off of an extended absence because of COVID protocol. So his conditioning is probably not going to be right. Alfred Payton's also questionable with the hamstring. And I have a feeling he's going to miss another game. Emmanuel quickly likely going to play, but also officially listed as questionable with an ankle injury. So the playmaking duties might fall to Randall again, who we know can do that from the post and just bringing the ball up the floor. So with those issues with the true point guards on Tom Thibodeau's roster, the boatload of minutes that Randall is playing and the juicy matchup with Washington, it's not Russell Westbrook. I want to see get a triple double tonight. It's Randall at plus 750, Doug. Interesting. I like that you threw the uh, the zigzag, if you will, with the uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. I'll say this about um, um, Randall. There's been a big, a little bit of a move in some markets that offer it uh, the uh, most improved player. So it, Jeremy sure. Grant was like a um, not runaway w- winner, but he was definitely the favorite for a while. But we have a little bit of a changing of the guard. There's been some movement in that market. Randall's been outstanding. All right, man. Good to uh, dish out the plays for everyone. We'll be back tomorrow around the same time posting. Again, under 10 minutes, every single podcast. Please do, please do us a favor, though. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the Daily Wager podcast if you're enjoying this program. It helps us out tremendously. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.